everybody back to Twitch Tech. This is episode six. And this episode, we're going to be going over the different types of streaming setups on Twitch and the advantages and disadvantages of each one. I am your host, uh, White Shadow 001, or just White Shadow. And um, we're going to kind of do something a little bit different this week. We're going to start off with some news. And the bit of news that I have coming down the pipeline right now is um, the RTX 20 series from NVIDIA. A lot of people are having them fail on them. Like there is a very high percentage. I don't know the exact percentage. They haven't released any numbers yet, but there is a very high fail rate of that graphics card. And there's also another issue that NVIDIA is having is they are slowly running out of the 1080 Ti's, 1080's, 1070's because everybody's finding out, oh, the 20 series is having issues, I'll just buy a 1080 Ti and be fine with it. And of course the performance gap is there. Um, there there's not really a big performance gap between the 10 series and the 20 series until it comes to things like the RTX cores and the DLSS, the ray tracing, things of that sort. And those are all technologies we don't have yet. So people are finding out, I don't know if I really wanna buy the 20 series based on a promise. And now they're having third-party cards fail, they're having first-party cards, of course, the ones supplied by NVIDIA fail. So a lot of issue on NVIDIA right now. And if you kind of break down and look at the way the cards are being made, the, the GPU just gets too hot. The VRMs get too hot. It's just, I think there's too, and they're not giving you enough power limit on these graphics cards either. So there's a lot of issues with the GTX or the RTX 20 series right now. And a lot of people out there in the world that are buying these cars are thinking, did NVIDIA push rush this? Did they push it out too quick to try to get a 4K, full 4K gaming card with ray tracing and all of that stuff on the market? Did they push it too fast? And this kind of goes back to what I have said in recent podcasts and recent videos that I've done for True Gaming. I, I want to start seeing these graphics card manufacturers go to two-year two-year release cycles to give them more time to develop these technologies and really get them partnered up with like the game developers and things of that sort. NVIDIA just tried to be the first one out of the gate, and now they're kind of paying the price for it. This goes back to what happened with Samsung with the Galaxy Note 7. Granted, the... RTX cards aren't exploding on people and catching fire, but NVIDIA has had that happen in the past with the EVGA cards catching fire, and uh, it, it was either 2016 or 2017. And if you take a look at it, and it's more of the fail rate of the NVIDIA Founders Edition cards, which is the one with the two fans, the dual fan setup that they have. If you actually look at that heatsink, yes, it looks good in practice, but if you actually take a look at the side of it, uh, you can actually see there's only two outlets on either side of the card to let that all of that hot air out. And the GPU of the RTX 20 series is significantly hotter than the 10 series and also takes a bit more power. So there's a power draw issue, there's a heat issue, and NVIDIA's got a whole mess on their hands because they're charging an ultra premium for some of these cards. It's either $599 or $699, depending on what version of the 2070 you get. $899 for a 2080, and then probably, I think it's like right around $1,100 or $1,200 for a 2080 Ti. 
And if I'm shelling out that kind of cash for a graphics card, it better work for more than two weeks. It better last me a couple of years. So big issue there, kind of I, the, the ball's in AMD's court now, I think, when it comes to building a graphics card. If AMD doesn't capitalize this right now, uh, they will lose the graphics card game come next year when NVIDIA gets this thing all sorted out. But it's going to take some time. And on top of all of this, we also have a tariff that's happening. Like um, right now when it comes to, what is it? Graphics cards. Yeah, when it comes to pur purchasing a graphics cards, come January 2019, prices are going to go up even more, making the 20 series more expensive making pretty much everything more expensive so i'd like to see amd really capitalize on top of this or nvidia get their stuff right because there's no reason why we should be having this issue right now after graphics card prices fell after the whole mining situation that we had another bit of news is uh, black friday is coming up and there are going to be tons of fantastic sales and if you're in the market for more ddr4 ram then now is the time to buy ram prices just this week have already fallen 10 percent, and by black friday they are expected to fall anywhere from 30 to 40 percent so if you're looking to get a new bit of ram for your pc for streaming uh you need at least 16 gigs i recommend that definitely take a look at upgrading some ram this season and from what i've seen tons of kits like 32 gigabyte kits are well under 200 bucks so i think that's what gonna be what i get this uh this black friday season is probably um, a couple things to build a dedicated stream pc which we'll start talk about later in the podcast so let's go ahead and get started with the uh, topic for today that's the bit of news that i had i think we're going to do that pretty much every week starting now sorry i was drinking some drinking some iced tea in my uh, true gaming cup anyways so um the whole theme of this is going to be starting off with like console streaming the advantages disadvantages of this then going to like a pc console stream just the different setups that you see on twitch and these are going to be the most general ones and we will talk about some off the wall sort of stuff so there are many different pc streaming setups on twitch some stream from one pc from console some people even have a dual pc setup sometimes they have more than two pcs i mean you can do so many different types of setups on twitch i know a guy that runs four different pcs and each one handles a different thing he had the extra money to build that he went in did it he has a dedicated server dude has a ton of tech running his stream and sometimes you need that if you're really running a professional style broadcast there are many adv major advantages to different types of streaming setups we're going to talk about those and um in this episode we're really going to try to break down why you might want to consider one over the other it's going to come down to, like space requirements cost all of that fun stuff so majority of the people on twitch started off with a console streaming setup this is how i started this is how a lot of professional casters started majority of the everybody that starts on twitch starts this way unless you're a creative streamer or something like that we'll get into that one in the next bit so console streaming setup you're going to need either a console or a pc slash console setup that's the two that i can think of off the top of my head 
And uh, from console streaming, super simple. You guys know how it is. Super easy to set up, stream straight from the console. It's already optimized for the game and the app that they created to stream is already optimized for the hardware that's built into the console. Most of the consoles nowadays, Xbox, PS4, they have eight core, pretty decent eight core processors uh, and pretty decent GPUs and stuff. They can handle the encoding, they can handle the game and they're just optimized, they're ready to go. Now there are some disadvantages to these there are some disadvantages to these, but we'll get into that in just a second. So the advantages, like I said, optimized hardware, so software, no need to mess with like the settings and stuff, which a lot of people get hung up on because they don't know how to set up OBS correctly. You don't even need the broadcasting software on a console. You just press the button, you can go, you can plug in a webcam, you can plug in a USB mic or something like that, get you started. That's a good starting point for everybody. Um, all of, everything's built in that so no frills or anything like that disadvantage to this style of setup is going to be you can't use alerts you can't use overlays and your audio quality options are a little bit limited so you can't use like an interface you can't use a mixer an xlr mic you can't use like all of the different audio processing that we would be able to use on a pc setup so it kind of brings me into majority of the time people are going to come to here like you, this is the one that you see a ton on twitch right now is the pc single pc slash console capture whatever you want to call it so this is where i started uh, i built this pc to handle a stream encoding uh, overlays broadcasting software capture of the console video feed recommended specs for one of these style setups is a four core eight threaded processor i mean you're just it usually just handles if you're if you're a console game gamer and you don't like pc games four cores eight threads that's an i7 or a uh, ryzen 5 1500x i believe i think i may have that wrong i'm not 100 sure but four cores eight threads decent processing power 16 gigs of ram capture card of your choice and a gpu of your choice and boom you can capture your console game on it and it's going to provide a pretty decent video feed. It basically is basically is the um, equivalent of a dual streaming setup. It's just your console is handling all of the game. So it's a decent setup. That's where I started at because I used to just be a Destiny 1 player. And of course, Destiny 1 was on a console. So I was really only worried about capturing the console and then having the best quality possible or the best capture possible. So you don't need like ridiculous top tier specs but you do need a decent processor to handle that encoding there so advantages to this type of setup are you're able to use your overlays at that point you have better encoding you're able to use like cameras webcams all of that fun stuff uh you use your capture cards and a capture card that i would recommend here is an hd60 pro because it's an internal capture card and it will spit out 1080p 60fps which most modern day consoles can do for games. A lot of them are still capped at 30 frames per second, but we're not gonna knock them for that because they're consoles. Maybe start streaming some PC games here. Um, this would be a good introduction into streaming PC games. And they, a four core, eight threaded processor may not give you enough headroom to do that. But if you went for like a six core, 12 threaded processor, you'd be able to. And that'd be a, that's kind of going into the single PC setup. Well, let's keep talking about the advantages here. Uh, better ability to enhance your audio. 
much more room for growth. So when you get into a PC, it's going to grow along with you. And I recommend most people on Twitch and honestly, 90% of the time when you get on Twitch, you're going to have a single PC like at some point. Almost everybody stream that you go into now is probably running their stream off of a single PC stream. That's the most common. That's what we see a lot. Even Tim the Tapman uses a single PC stream, but we'll talk about his in just a second. Disadvantages uh, to a PC slash console setup is it's a little harder to set up. Of course, you need to know how to set up the capture devices and things of that sort. You need to know how to set up OBS. That's that's a big one when it comes to PC streaming is you gotta you have to understand how to set up OBS. OBS is kind of the bread and butter of what streaming is. Like that broadcasting software is your it's, it's kind of your life, if you will. Um requires a PC which can be expensive. If you're getting, oh, well, nowadays it's not really that expensive. I mean, it's not, it's a couple hundred dollars more than most of these consoles that we buy, but uh, it can get very expensive depending on the parts and stuff that you go with. More things to break and not work. Capture cards, one of them. I just recently had an issue with my capture card and fixed it. There's a lot more troubleshooting involved with a PC slash console thing going on because then you run into... If you don't have a unidirectional HDMI and you're trying to capture the console, if you have HDCP um, enabled on one of your consoles, it will not capture. Uh, sometimes your RAM can go bad. Sometimes your processor may overheat. Just there's tons of stuff to go wrong. I've run into most of it. And setting these things up can be very confusing. If you don't know what you're doing on OBS, if you don't know how to set up a PC properly for capturing a console, you're going to get confused and get frustrated and not want to stream. So that's another disadvantage to a PC slash console stream. But this is, that's just one type of streaming here, the streaming setup. Going into the big boys here, then we're going to spend some time here because like I said, majority of everybody on Twitch utilizes one of these setups, single PC streams. This is going to be people like me, um, a lot of people of the True Gaming sponsored streamers. Tim the Tapman uses a single PC stream. A lot of your pro broadcasters use one PC to handle the encoding and gaming on it. There are others that use dual PCs. There are... <laughs> I'm going to break off for a second. James said, hold on, I thought my setup was big boy. Dude, okay, if you guys don't know... Uh, my buddy James in chat, he's got like one of the craziest setups in the world and he streams console games with retro console games. He's got like just insane encoding power there. Like his, his PCs are awesome. Uh, his setup is incredible, but he uses a multiple PC, multiple, he uses a PC console streaming setup. He can also do a multiple PC streaming setup. It's like he, he's got all of the bells and whistles on his but um, hang on, let me take a sip here. But single PC setup. So this is, of course, utilizing a single PC to handle the encoding of the stream, gaming, and capture of your console or device. You can capture a camera via capture device, etc. 
this is what a lot of streamers start with and some stick with it because of its ease of use tim the Tatman, like i said still uses a single pc stream setup because he believes it's easier and less things that can go wrong or break so the advantages here are of course less things that can break and it enables you to build a beefier system so utilizing a single pc stream is also going to take up less space the pc specs that you can go with like i'm running right now an eight core 16 threaded processor i have a gtx 1080 and it's got i have my capture card for capturing the consoles if i want to game and stream on the system i can still get a solid 60 fps in most games or all of the games that i play because the gtx 1080 is a fantastic card i can encode my stream at a lower preset it looks good going back out to twitch i'm able to run my audio software i'm able to run um just a tons of different stuff through my PC and have it not take up a ton of space, but still give me that processing headroom to do all of the things I need to do to run my stream. But some of the disadvantages are, well, let me talk about the specs for one more second. You can upgrade this and make it like a beefier system. You can go 16 cores, 12 cores, crazy style processors you can go 32 gigs 64 gigs of ram you can make get more hard drive space you can go dual gpus you can go one gpu that's just incredible like a 2080 or 2080 ti 1080 ti you can do all sorts of stuff with this thing but some of the some of the disadvantages are lower fps's in games and the reason why i say that is if you are using a dual pc streaming setup one pc is going to be handling the game and the other is going to be handling the encoding and you can actually get higher fps on your side of the stream you're going to of course cap it at 60 fps going back out to twitch but you can get higher fps in your game and it helps you perform a little bit better when you're doing a single pc stream the FPS is going to be capped at 60 FPS because if you're trying to spit a 60 FPS stream back out to Twitch, but your game is running at a higher FPS, it's going to make Twitch lag or look like it's lagging. Your camera feed won't, but the game will. And it's going to have stuttery. It's going to be a mess. So yes, you will have to cap it at 60 FPS, meaning you will have lower FPS in your gaming. Depending on your CPU, you can run out of headroom for encoding. I recommend is at least six cores, 12 threaded processor, so you don't run out of that headroom. This also means doesn't allow you to stream on a lower CPU preset. You're going to have to stop at some point because you have to balance out game quality and stream quality. Now, are most people gonna notice this? No, but if you're very nitpicky like I am about this stuff, then you are going to want the best quality possible, especially if you are gunning for partnership, if you are at partnership level. These are things to start really thinking of because if this is gonna be your livelihood or if this is something you take very serious, then go for it, make it the best possible. Which brings me to the dual PC setup. And we're gonna spend a lot of time here because there's a lot that goes on with this style of setup so a dual pc setup of course this setup utilizes two pcs or more like i said earlier it can utilize more to handle encoding and streaming 
And then one PC is, of course, going to handle the gaming or whatever else you're doing. So for creative streamers out there, if you design stuff on, like, if you design graphics, if you design games, if you are in encoding or editing a video or movie or something like that, you can have one whole PC dedicated to doing all of that work. And then the other PC is going to be handled for the streaming. Because if you've ever tried to edit anything like a video or encode a video while streaming at the same time, you immediately run out of headroom because your processor just runs out of processing power. Unless you have a 16 core or a 32 core Threadripper, which not everybody has. So most of the time people are going to want to go for a dual PC setup when doing editing and rendering and of course streaming what they are doing. So what this, what you do in this case is like I said, split the workload between two PCs, one for gaming only or whatever else you do. And the other handles everything stream related, stream related. So that's going to be your bots, stream software, etc. And of course your audio, so audio stuff is going to be going through the streaming PC. So you can capture that and spit it back out to Twitch. Advantages to this is going to be higher FPS in games. So kind of, um, let me break down a piece of um, a streamer that I know. Lyric, for instance, he has a dual PC setup. And in, on one of his systems, he has a high-powered gaming-grade PC. I think it's like an i7-8700K. He's got a 2080 Ti now. Oh, no, it's a Titan XP, the Star Wars edition. I think he just upgraded that. I don't know. But he has that. And he's able to run Fortnite at like 240 hertz. He gets great frame rates. He has 240 hertz panels that he plays on. And then while his other streaming, his streaming PC is handling all of the coding, but he has a 4K 60 capture card that he's capturing the 1080p 60fps signal to. And then that spits out a solid 1080p 60fps stream back out to Twitch. You're able to do that because you're just capturing 60 of those frames and putting them back out to Twitch while still maintaining a solid 240 FPS in game from your gaming PC. You split the processes and you're able to do that. So higher FPS in games, you're going to be able to perform better in the games because of this. It allows you to tune the game and provide better quality, so you're going to be able to bump those settings up. It's just a nicer way of streaming. Um, also allows for better encoding presets for a dual streaming setup. So for the PC handling all of the encoding, you're going to be able to drop that encoding preset and really have a nice quality, bump up the bit rate, bump down the CPU preset, and just optimize the software even more to just provide a nice, smooth, stable stream it's going to look really crispy because it's going to be capturing all of that great gameplay that you have and the high quality of the visuals on that side. And it's going to look awesome going back out to Twitch. So you don't have to, you split the processes between two PCs. Also allows for more customizability in terms of audio and video. So with the streaming PC handling all of your audio and your video and things of that sort you're able to and then enhance that even more over like a webcam you can then start taking advantage of like i i have a logitech brio that i can utilize um you can utilize capturing a um another camera like a dslr or 
some sort of video camera so you can then get a even higher quality video feed if you use a camera if you don't use a camera then whatever um king athalian for instance uses a magewell capture card on one of his streaming pcs and he captures a canon vixia 4k uh actual handheld camera and his his video feed is crispy he doesn't capture it at 4k he does 1080p 60 but it's still awesome and yes i'm going to go ahead and say what james just did don't utilize the cam link it doesn't work that well get yourself an hdmi capture card to capture your camera um darkness 429 he just recently went over to facebook gaming he uses a gopro hero 7 to capture his so you can utilize other types of capture on your streaming pc while you're actually utilizing the capture card to um capture your pc as well so it's just a very good way of getting a better quality out of your whole streaming setup disadvantages of this because everything has disadvantages more costly you're gonna sp you're definitely gonna spend some money here on uh, making a dedicated streaming pc and a dedicated gaming pc now you can spend save some money and get like lesser specs on some of these stuff but here this this upgrade path you're not going to want to skimp on it simply because you're you're going for the best quality possible so you're going to spend some money here uh much more things to break and go wrong their tool streaming setups can be very confusing to set up which is why not everybody on twitch uses them that's why you see most people using a single pc stream less things to go wrong or break gonna be a massive pain to get set up and configure and it did just require much more space so you're gonna need space for two full-size pcs unless you do a mini itx uh streaming pc which we'll get into in just a second because i've got some options for you guys that you can if you if you are really considering a dual pc streaming setup i've got an option for you guys for a mini itx case and um i'll talk about the intel streamlabs pcs for a second so like i said dual streaming setup is an eventual upgrade for most that you will consider this at some point in your streaming career uh, i'm considering one now uh, but let's talk about some pc specs to look for for like your gaming pc and a stream pc totally so for the gaming pc unless you're just like a fanboy of intel or amd and you're just die hard and going dead set on one over the other then you're going to go for a certain processor but i usually just stick to intel with a gaming pc due to their sheer higher ipc which is instructions per clock which means they have better single core performance which majority of the games nowadays don't use more than two to four cores we are starting to see more games utilize more cores now but uh it usually helps provide the be best frame rate possible for gaming so I recommend the 8700K, that's six cores, 12 threads, and it provides, it's really good for gaming. It's been proven many, 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 many times for gaming. Uh, 16 gigs of RAM or more, decent GPU to run the games at 1080 FPS, um, 1080, 60 FPS or more, and you need decent hard drive space to hold all of your games, and that's really all you need. You need a decent GPU. I mean, other than that, the gaming PC is kind of easy. Um, and what's cool about a dual streaming setup is if one of your PCs happen to go down for any way, shape, like anything at all, you have another PC that you can go to a single PC setup until your other PC is fixed. That's, that's another good thing. Cause if this PC goes down right now, I'm done for a couple of weeks until I get my 
replacement parts back. So that's a plus to a dual streaming setup that I didn't say earlier that I just literally thought about. So for your stream PC specs here, you can get away with a little bit lesser of a spec, but I do still recommend kind of splurging and going for the better specs here. Um, Cause this thing will just handle your streaming applications, meaning your bots, streaming software, etc. But going back to what I just said, if one PC goes down, you need another PC to handle the streaming and gaming if that's what you do most of the time. Um, I still recommend a six core, 12 threaded CPU here or more, uh, but you can get away with a four core, eight threaded CPU to save some money if you absolutely want to. Always remember to give yourself an upgrade path, guys, when doing this sort of stuff. That goes for anything. If you're a console streamer and you want to start delving into PC games, give yourself an upgrade path with purchasing the PC parts for that particular system that you are making. So just keep that in mind when purchasing stuff. 16 gigs of RAM for the streaming PC and a decent hard drive are needed. As for the GPU though here, this is where you can really save some money on a dedicated streaming PC. You don't need a crazy powerful GPU because really all that GPU is going to be doing is running the monitor because you're not gaming on it. And the GPU absolutely does no encoding for a stream. That's all handled by the processor. So you can get away with a GT710, like two gig card or a low power GTX 1030 to run the monitors. If you wanted a decent GPU in it, like go for a... 1060 or a 1050 Ti, whatever. All you need those is for running the monitors. So that's that's really all you need for that. And you can get, I, I can literally build a dedicated streaming PC for under 500 bucks. I'll, I'll share my PC part picker links and stuff with you here in a little bit. And I'll kind of go over one of the ones that I'm planning on building um, in the near future. So before we get into all of that, a pretty cool little processor for a dedicated stream PC would be the Ryzen 2200 or 2400G because they have integrated Vega chips. What I really want to see happen for this is to make a um, like a 2700 or something like that with an integrated Vega chip so you wouldn't need to purchase an extra GPU. It's all on one chip. Then you can make a really nice compact system for handling the stream. So with all of that being said, that is majority of the stream setups that you will see on Twitch. Now, other options for like creative streamers. If you only like, for instance, I'm going to use Gamer Dad here. Gamer Dad is a creative streamer, and he uses a single PC stream because, of course, he games sometimes, but most of the time he's really just capturing a video feed from multiple webcams. A single PC stream for him is going to be fine because he's a painter. He has multiple cameras that he's utilizing. <clears throat> he doesn't need the stream PC, or he doesn't need his PC to handle a ton of other things. He's dedicating that entire system to encoding his stream and making it look the best going back out to Twitch. And he can create different profiles in OBS for that. So that's the cool thing about his PC. Like, of course he games and streams sometimes, but m most of the time he's doing a like painting. He's painting minifigures. So his sole focus is providing the best quality possible for showing off those video feeds. He doesn't need a, like all of the additional processing power of a dedicated streaming PC unless he starts playing more games and he gets really serious about it, but he's a creative streamer. If you're a painter and you do stuff like that, 
single PC stream is fine for you. Now, if you are, like I said earlier, if you do a lot of design work and you're designing stuff in Photoshop, you're encoding, you're rendering, all of that fun stuff, you are definitely going to want a dual PC setup, one to handle your rendering and the other to handle the stream. Because encoding a stream and a video file or a game file, something like that, whatever you're rendering can take up a lot of processing power. If you don't have a super high-end processor or GPU, you're going to want to split those processes into two. So that's where the dual streaming PC comes into play. But there's so many things you guys can do for the different setups on Twitch. Console streamers, pretty easy. Once you start getting into the more advanced stuff is when you really start to have to break down like the different types of setups and think, okay, what do I really, really need when it comes to building my setup? So other options here for all of us looking into dual streaming setups, if you want that, Intel and Streamlabs just partnered up and they are creating dedicated streaming PCs. We talked about these last week and how I don't think they're going to be that great. But they are options there to try out if you wish. And if space is an absolute like thing for you, space is a big one for a lot of people because they're like, oh, I don't have room for two PCs. And so I created these things and they're like, hey, we got one that's four inches by four inches and it's got an i5 in it to and it's optimized to handle the encoding for your stream. Boom, that's an option. Prepare to spend about $1,000 for that though. So, which brings me to my special little PCs that I have been messing around with on PC Part Picker. Eventually, I'm going to build my own dedicated streaming PC. I'm, I'm looking at a Ryzen 2600, 2600X, maybe a 1600X if they go on sale this year. And then I'm going to have a GT710 or a GTX 1030, whichever I can get cheaper. I think the GT710 that I looked at was like 32 bucks on Amazon or something like that. So you can get that really cheap. And actually, I don't even need to buy one because I have a Radeon 7750, just a little small GPU, doesn't need any extra extra power from the power supply. Plug it into the PCIe port, it'll run two monitors for me if I need it to. So I already have that. I can say I've saved money right there. I've already got an extra power supply. I've saved money right there. So really all I need is a micro ITX motherboard. I'm going Ryzen. Probably going to go with a 2600X or a 2600, whichever you can get cheaper. Get that. Get a small motherboard. Get a small case. Boom. Got it. I've already got an extra keyboard and mouse that I can utilize for it. I've already got a couple different monitors that I can utilize for it. And this is all going to cost me well under about 500 bucks. About, about the, what you would pay for an Xbox One X. It's worth it. And they're, like you can do just about anything you want. If you wanted an i7, 8700K, you can do that because the 8700K has an integrated GPU, so you wouldn't need an extra GPU for that. You can, there's so many things you guys can do with these things. You don't have to go out and purchase a Intel Streamlabs partnership PC. Uh, granted, the PC that you build is not going to be as small as one of those. You can make them pretty small, though. But what I'm looking at doing is creating one that's about the size of an Xbox One and having it right here next to me to handle all of the encoding. If you want a dual streaming PC setup, which is the eventual upgrade path, it's not absolutely necessary. Like I just said earlier, and like what James said in chat, it's not absolutely necessary, but you, it's, it's there. 
and you don't have to go out and spend a ton of money because Ryzen and the processors that we're getting from Intel now are built to be able to handle the encoding of a stream. All of these PC setups that we're going for right now and all of the different setups that you see on Twitch are getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper every month. And it's an exciting time to be a PC enthusiast. It's an exciting time to be a streamer because now we have all of the processing power and everything to be able to encode these streams and really get the best quality out there. So I've got a couple PC part, part picker build list for you guys. If you are interested in it, reach out to me on Discord. My link is in the show notes or in the description below for YouTube. Be sure to reach out to me, guys. Also, throw my email on there if you want me to. Um, but I kind of want to go ahead and open up discussion for everybody that's in Twitch chat right now to see like what you guys use. What is the different setups that you guys use for streaming right now? And um, or what would be an eventual upgrade path for you for a uh, different style of setup? If anybody has like creative setups that they use, if anybody has multiple like um, multiple PC setups, if you're just a console streamer, whatever. Let me know what you guys use. Rocking dual Vega Founders Editions attached to a 2990WX. If any of that sounds like gibberish to you guys, he's running two Vega FEs. That's Frontier Editions. I, I, I call Founders Editions for some reason just because they're FEs. But um, two ve very high-powered Vega GPUs. And then he runs a 32-core, 64-threaded processor. It's not something anyone needs, and I don't recommend it. But he has it because it's awesome. If you're running a single PC stream, and you have that, you don't need anything else. Like, that's basically three PCs in one. Um, Ilura says, I don't know a lot about tech, but my husband built me a streaming gaming PC. It worked well until the latest Tomb Raider and AC Odyssey. My husband will be getting a, getting me a new PC and will be taking my current one. I have a motherboard, MSI 350, CPU AMD Ryzen 1600, 6-core, a graphics card is a GTX 1060, 3 gigabytes. Um, really? You would only need a new GPU there. You would really only need a GPU right there. Is, um, that 1060 is being held by, by the 3 gigabytes of RAM. I mean, you can still get away. That 6 cores, 12 threads uh, for, from the Ryzen 1600 is awesome. Um, and honestly, if you wanted to upgrade that PC, Ryzen. the reason why I like Ryzen so much is because it offers a really good upgrade path until 2020. All of the processors that come out are going to be supported on that current motherboard. So if your husband, instead of wanting to build a whole new PC... He can buy a new processor and a new graphics card and be 100% fine. If you went out and got a Ryzen 7 2700 and like a 1070 Ti or a 2070, a 1080, somewhere, something like that, you'd be 100% okay. You'd be 100% okay. Maybe a little bit more RAM. Um, you can go 32, but 16 is what I use. That's fine. But um, yeah, that's that's not a bad that's really not a bad um like you've got a great upgrade path so don't think you have to purchase a whole new pc you can purchase just a new processor graphics card and maybe a little bit more ram but you'd be fine right there that's a very solid build like what james said 
Um, what's up, JDM? How you doing today? I haven't used my PC in months. I should just send it to you, my shadow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll t I'll gladly take it. <laughs> um, Bearsteak says, I use my regular gaming PC, 970 with a 6600K processor. I mostly do games or creative. Only problem has been crappy Logitech drivers for the two cameras. Bearsteak, the uh, best way to do that is the Logitech gaming software to fix that. Lucky says, I am currently using a dedicated PC for streaming. i7 4400K series. Okay. Maybe 4700K. I, I, I don't remember the older i7 models. I have so many model numbers in my head. 12 gigs of RAM, GTX 650. Oh, wow. That is the older i7 then. Um, there's a Hopog capture card to grab my console or I use my laptop from work to play off of. Still run it through my capture card. That's not a bad setup either. Utilize what you got. And that's like, that's a huge, huge thing. Use what you got. If you've got a laptop that will decently run games, use it. It's whatever. Well, my husband is using a laptop, so he needs something new too. Thanks for the input though. Oh, okay. Well, that in that case, yeah, the new PC may do you guys some good. But um, hey, like just... In the future, if like he ever wanted to upgrade that and start streaming himself and playing games off of it, he can use that same upgrade path. So, like you've got some, you've gotten some really good room to work there if you want, if you want a um multiple streaming setup for you and him. But going back to what Bearsteak said, um, I'm just offering some help here. Look up the Logitech G um gaming software. That fixed literally everything on my webcams and mo using multiple webcams. So mainly graphics card upgrade then. Honestly, if you get, went to a 1070 Ti, a 1080, you'd be 100% okay. Unless you're playing at 4K, then you're going to want like something like a 2080 or 2080 Ti. But most of the time, we don't stream like 4K games. So yeah, you'd be fine with, an, uh, with a graphics card upgrade. Oh, and another thing. Um, anybody using Ryzen make sure your RAM speed is at least 3000 megahertz or higher. The reason why I say that is because of the way the cores talk to each other and the uh, way the infinity fabric works and the cache memory and all of that fun stuff with the processor, it utilizes the RAM speed as well. And will actually, you can actually gain a ton more performance from your system by utilizing faster RAM. So 30, I use 3000 megahertz memory and I have it overclocked to 3200 buy a 3000 megahertz memory it works offloads the heavy lifting and realistically the stream pc just needs a better gpu um yeah sometimes i mean sometimes you can get better encoding off of a gpu newer processors are always going to be better than a gpu at encoding a stream though here's my pc specs the one i'll be sending to you okay <laughs> I was streaming off of a 2700X console streamer and was more than enough to get a high quality stream plus local recording done. Exactly. Exactly. The JDM says the case, the one that he's going to be sending to me, Aurora R7 case, Intel i7 8700K, NVIDIA GTX 1080 Ti, Alienware, Intel Z370 chip. Oh my God. Now that is a build, son. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty great. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it off your hands if you don't want it. Let's see. A recent Windows or OBS update helped. No longer getting blue screens when both cameras are going when OBS is launched. Um, have you tried SLOBS? 
Have you tried SL OBS? And going back to the Ryzen thing specifically, 3200 MHz CL14 Samsung B die is preferable. I do know G-Skill uses Samsung B die. Um, Corsair does, although Corsair also uses stuff from um, Micron, which is ballistics. Um, let's see what else I'm trying to think. Team Team Group uses Samsung B die. That's another good um, bit. But I prefer G-Skill, Corsair, and Team Group specifically for Ryzen CPUs. FlareX is very good. Currently streaming AC Audi, uh, Ace Assassin's Creed Odyssey at 720p. At, um, and in OBS, the frame, frame rate is really choppy, but on my main monitor, it runs fine. Could be the settings in OBS as well. Um, Ilara, join my Discord. Join my Discord, and I can actually help you guys go through. If somebody will please... Hang on. So OBS, Twitch, Discord. Yeah, join my Discord, and um, I can definitely... I can definitely help you get that because if there's a bit of like a bunch of choppiness going on in OBS, that's that might be more on the setting side than it is on the um, actual processing side. Because if it's coming out on your monitor fine and it's choppy on going through back out to Twitch, then there's some encoding issue we're having an issue with, and um, we may be able to resolve that for you. Um, but yeah, guys, if anybody doesn't have any more questions for me. If anybody doesn't have any more questions for me, guys, I will going to go ahead and end the podcast right here and right now. Um, thank you guys for listening in. If you guys need any tech help whatsoever, join me on Discord, ping me on Twitter, find me on Facebook, do whatever you got to do. Um, I'll leave my email there as well. You can directly email me and I'll answer as quickly as possible. Keep in mind, I am a dad. So hashtag dad life might be happening. I'll get back to you as fast as I possibly can. I 100% promise you. Um, Shout out to everybody that listens on Anchor and the multiple different podcasting sites, YouTube, things of that sort. We are actively trying to get this podcast on iTunes podcasts. So um, keep the, I'll keep you guys updated on that. I just emailed Anchor. They were actually supposed to put it on iTunes, but it didn't get posted properly. So yeah, we're trying to figure that part out. But we'll be on iTunes, and I appreciate you guys listening and supporting the podcast because I love doing this. I love helping you guys, and uh, yeah. So next week, we're probably going to go uh, is going to be episode three for this month. So um, we're going to be breaking down a professional streamers setup and why they use the certain stuff that they do. First time we did this, I did my personal setup. We will revisit my setup later on, but I'm going to go over another uh, like a partnered streamer setup and the reason why she uses this setup. It's a very nice setup. And um, yeah, we'll be breaking that down on next week's episode, which is episode seven. So guys, and eventually we'll, we will be doing ninja setup. I think that's going to be December's um, setup that we go over. But guys, thank you guys for listening this week on Twitch Tech. And I will see you guys for episode 7 next Thursday.